everyone, and welcome back to Short Stories for Kids, the magical podcast of story adventures. And now it's time for today's story request. Hi, Lucy. I'm writing you this email about my favorite almost six-year-old niece, Basma, who would like to hear a story about an adventure involving her and her mom, Nora, in a fairy island full of unicorns with mermaids. What is this? asked Basma as she and her mum, Nora, stared out of the window. I don't know, replied Nora. I think it might be a dog. They were looking at an animal curled up in the long grass. It must have settled there during the night. I can hear something, said Basma. Is it crying, mum? Oh dear, replied Nora. I do believe it is. Concerned, the pair of them crept outside for a closer look. But what they found wasn't a dog at all. It was a little larger than that, and creamy in color, and there was a short, twisted horn that poked into the air. Um, are you all right? asked Basma from a distance. The creature stopped crying and lifted its head, revealing the face of a unicorn. But unlike any unicorn Basma had ever seen in a book or on TV. No, I'm all right said the unicorn with a sniff. I've run away from home. Why would you do that? asked Nora. Because I'm useless, said the unicorn. I'm not like the other unicorns. I don't think anybody likes me, and I can't seem to get anything right. At this point, the unicorn began crying again. Oh, don't cry, said Basma, settling down beside the unusual animal. She held out her hand and gently patted the unicorn's neck. Did somebody shout at you? No, said the unicorn sadly. Was somebody mean to you? asked Nora. Well, not really, admitted the unicorn. Are you in trouble? wondered Basma. No, said the unicorn, taking a deep breath. Then why did you run away? asked Nora. Oh, I don't know, sniffed the unicorn. Perhaps I've made a terrible mistake, but now I'm too embarrassed to go back. I'm quite sure that everyone will laugh at me for running away. Maybe we should go with you, suggested Basma. Would that make you feel better? The unicorn nodded her head and for a moment found her smile. Yes, that would be nice, she said. You're very kind. It's good to be kind, said Basma. Have you got a name? It's Wilma said the unicorn, getting to her feet. She really wasn't very big for a unicorn, and her creamy coat became brown and splotchy as it neared her hooves. Is it far to where you live? asked Nora. It's down the road, through the trees, under the arch and across the bridge, said Wilma. So not far. Then lead the way, said Nora with a smile. Just as Wilma suggested, they went down the road until they arrived at a small cluster of trees that neither Nora or Basma could remember seeing before. On the other side of the trees, they discovered a stone arch covered in moss, which they passed straight through. This came out onto a gravel path, 
that led down to the sea, where a wooden bridge carried them over the waves to an island. This is where I live, said Wilma shyfully. Thank you for coming with me. That's okay, smiled Basma. Would you like us to come further? You don't seem very happy. I'm just worried, said Wilma, after a long pause. About what? Nora asked gently. Well, I'm so different to all the other unicorns. They're so big and tall with long white manes and I'm all short and brown looking. I just feel as if everyone's staring at me, explained Wilma. I'm the worst unicorn. Oh, I'm sure you're not, said Basma with a warm smile. We'll come a little further with you until you feel a bit better. And they stepped onto the island. The path on the other side of the bridge curved to the right across the top of the cliffs before coming to a large rocky bay. Much to Basma and Nora's delight, they saw mermaids playing there, splashing in the water as they raced and leapt. The three of them arrived on a small sandy beach at the bay's edge, where Basma couldn't help but run up to the water's edge for a better look. Hello, mermaids, she said with a big wave of her hands. Hello, human, shouted back one of the mermaids before swimming closer. All of the mermaids that Basma could see had long flowing hair, all except the one that had waved to her. She didn't have a single hair on her head. I've never met a mermaid before, said Basma. You're my very first one. Oh, lovely, replied the mermaid with a smile. Where are you off to then, human? We don't get many people like you here on the island. Basma turned to indicate her mom and Wilma, who had come up behind her. We're taking a unicorn friend back home, she explained. Hi, unicorn, said the mermaid with a big smile. How nice to meet you. Wilma was a little shy, but managed to say hi in return before adding, You look like you're having fun. Oh, we do, every day, grinned the mermaid. You should come and join in sometime. It would be lots of fun. Oh, I'd like that, smiled Wilma softly. The mermaid waved goodbye and headed back out into the deeper water to play with her friends, while Basma, Nora, and Wilma continued along the path. They made their way up out of the cove and across a purple heath before entering a wood. Dappled sunlight speckled the ground, and all around them the air was filled with birdsong. What's that up ahead? asked Nora, pointing to a gap in the trees. In the bright sunlight that shone through, they could see tiny objects darting to and fro, their wings shimmering and glinting. Fairies, said Basma, clapping her hands together. There were dozens of them racing from tree to tree, filling the space with laughter. For a moment, they stopped to watch them play. Oh, they're beautiful, said Basma. I wish I could fly like that. Me too, said a voice from down near their feet. Looking down, they could see a fairy sat upon a tree root. Unlike the fairies flittering about above their heads, this fairy was much larger, almost the size of a newborn baby, and yet his wings were as tiny as all the others. Don't they look great, he said. They really do, Basma replied. Don't you want to play? asked Wilma. Oh, of course, said the large fairy. But I'm too big for my tiny wings to lift me, so I just sit and watch instead. 
that you're left out, said Wilma. I know, said the fairy, but not out of everything. There's lots of things I can still join in with. We're going to do a treasure hunt tomorrow. Oh, I've never done a treasure hunt, said Wilma sadly. Then come and join us, said the fairy with a warm smile. You'd be most welcome. Oh, I'd like that, smiled Wilma broadly. Soon they were on their way again, and Wilma seemed much happier than she had earlier. They came out from under the trees and out onto a grassy meadow covered in wildflowers. And there, up ahead, were the unicorns. Almost instantly, Wilma looked sad once more. You two should go now, said Wilma, settling down in the long grass. Thank you for seeing me home. Aren't you going to go and see the other unicorns? asked Nora. No, I'll be fine here, Wilma replied. Basma suspected that the little unicorn was feeling nervous about approaching the bigger members of her herd, and she didn't want to leave Wilma like this. Please, can you introduce me to the other unicorns? she asked politely. Oh, I don't know, Wilma replied. Basma knelt down beside her new friend. It's okay to be different, Basma explained gently. Like the mermaid that didn't have any hair, or the fairy that was too large to fly. Just because you're not exactly the same as the others, doesn't mean you have to hide away. Wilma nodded slowly. Okay, I'll take you over, she said. They swished through the long grass, scattering bees and insects into the air as they approached the unicorns, who were all feeding on fresh green shoots. Hello, Wilma, said the nearest unicorns. I see you found some humans. Wilma hesitated before replying, This is Basma and her mum Nora. They're my new friends. Oh, how nice to meet you, said the unicorn warmly. And I'm glad to see that you're back, Wilma. Wilma's eyes flicked to the ground, but she did smile. We were just planning to go for a canter, smiled the large unicorn. Would you like to come? Oh, yes, answered Basma quickly. But my mum and I may not be able to keep up. Oh, I'll happily let your mum ride upon my back, said the large unicorn. If Wilma would be so kind to carry you, Basma. Basma looked at the little cream-coloured unicorn and was pleased to see her nod in agreement. Moments later, they were all racing across the meadow, the unicorns pounding the ground with their hooves as they thundered along. Although Wilma's legs were much shorter, she whooped with delight as she joined in. It was tremendous fun to feel the wind in their faces. Eventually, they came to rest by a pond, where the unicorns all took turns to drink. And Basma and Nora noticed that the bigger unicorns all made sure that Wilma got her turn. Is Wilma going to be okay now? Basma asked her mom. I think so, Nora replied. I think she was far more worried about being different than they were. And now that we know that she can play with the mermaids and the fairies too, well, I think she's going to be just fine. It was getting late, and so Nora said that they really needed to be getting home. To help speed them along, the unicorn that Nora had been riding suggested that she carry Nora back to the bridge and that Wilma carry Basma. Thank you for today said Wilma once they arrived there. I feel silly for running away, but if I hadn't, I'd have never met you two. I'm so happy that you're now happy, Basma replied. And tomorrow, I get to do the treasure hunt with the fairies. Why don't you come too? 
Me? said Basma. Do you think they'd let me? Well, you showed me how nice and kind everyone is. I can't imagine they'd want to turn you away, Wilma smiled. Oh, can I, Mum? Basma pleaded. Of course, she said, but on one condition, I get to come along too. And so it was agreed, and from that day forward, the little unicorn called Wilma was the happiest unicorn of all. The end.